the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the business savvy singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I am so excited today to have a wonderful lady with me. She's from the West Coast, and she is a singer, but she's also an arts administrator. So we're going to welcome her to the Business Savvy Singer podcast and hear all about her journey as a singer and as a musician. Good morning, Kate. How are you today? Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Greta. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad that you are here. This is, uh, this is so exciting. You know, one of the goals of uh, the Business Savvy Singer podcast is to introduce singers to all kinds of options uh, for their career and just let people hear from others who have been successful doing whatever it is that they're doing. So I'm delighted that you're here. So give us a little bit of background uh, on your music. I know that you um, have an undergraduate degree in music, so we'd like to hear all about that. How did you start singing, etc.? Absolutely. Well, like so many of us, I was involved in singing from a very early age, you know, in childhood choirs, in high school musicals, in uh, variety shows with our mutual friend, Andrea Carlson. <laughs> and, and from there, I began to work professionally as a singer in summer stock and also at theme parks. And as many of your other guests have mentioned, it's such a great background for a young performer to do these kinds of things because you really develop a work ethic, you develop relationships with colleagues, and it's incredible training for a young performer. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, so I attended the University of Iowa to pursue my degree in music in voice. And so I, I received my degree there and I stayed at University of Iowa because I really liked the institution and um, and they can they offered a master's degree in arts management, ah. which was a somewhat unusual program. There still are only a few programs in the country in arts management and this one was just starting up. And so I jumped on the opportunity to participate in that and earn a master's degree in arts management. And that degree has really helped me have a, a stable and successful life in, you know, in my day-to-day -day job 
as well as being able to continue being a singer and performer and creator in the background. That's wonderful. So how much uh, time do you spend on one as opposed to the other? I mean, are you performing, uh, you know, on weekends or occasionally or for private events or what kinds of things are you doing? You know, that has changed throughout my career. Um, Earlier in my career, I lived in New York and I began writing my own songs and performing cabaret shows. Mm -hmm. And so I would book myself in these little clubs and do my shows. And I also was in Los Angeles a significant amount of time then. And so I performed in both New York and Los Angeles with my cabaret shows of my own music. Mm -hmm. And I will say that uh, creating my own music has really helped advance me as a performer. It's one thing to go to auditions and try to be that person who wins the role, but I have found that in creating my own material, it's been much easier to be able to get opportunities because the world is always looking for new content. Mm-hmm. That's and absolutely so, right. Yeah. And so because of, through those cabaret shows, I got noticed and I was on the radio on the Dr. Demento show, which tells you something about the kinds of <laughs> songs that I write. <laughs> and I also won a songwriting contra- contest that Garrison Keeler had on his radio show. Oh, and cool. so I, one of my songs was featured on that program. And I wasn't the singer, but it was performed by the cast of that show. So that was really exciting. And I I got some prize money for doing that. Wow. And then, yeah, it was, it was really um, amazing. And I, I wasn't supporting myself on music. This was, you know, the, the money was not that much from these things. And so I always was doing other odd jobs here and there. And um, I did have, an opportunity to work with a couple of choreographers who created dance pieces to music that I wrote for them. Wow. One of these is a friend from college, Maya Lorkovich, who is living and working in New York. And a friend of hers, also a choreographer, Karen Bernard, heard my music when she watched one of Maya's pieces and she commissioned me to write a piece for her. Wow, that's so fantastic. Well, wow. it's been really interesting because I had, it was wonderful to have an opportunity to do a commissioned piece that's incredibly flattering. And I put a lot of effort into that because I wanted to make sure that it was great. And it's, it's been interesting to do a lot of different kinds of music writing. I do write songs of the type that I have done in my cabaret shows, but I also write instrumental music. Oh, how wonderful. And even... Even in my instrumental music, there's always a little touch of a comedic element to what I'm doing. Okay, so you're writing like novelty songs kinds of things. Or, or yes, is that... in a way, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. Is there a place where we can hear them? Is there? Do you have them online any place? I have the, the more respectable ones on <laughs> SoundCloud. Okay, okay, well, we so, will... We will put yeah, that so information in our in our show notes so that people can can hear what you're what you've been writing. That's great. Thank you so much. And so, in terms of my career in arts management, most of that has been in fundraising because, as you can imagine, 
all the arts need is just money. Yep, that's right. And so while I was in New York, I got married and had a daughter and got divorced. Mm -hmm. And so it was important for me to be able to support myself and my daughter after she was born. And so at that point, I began to work in fundraising and I was in Los Angeles where I still am. And I had an opportunity to work for an arts college and I produced their big fundraising events for many years. And it was so interesting to work with all of their supporters and to work with the creative students and see what they were doing. And it is really always an interesting puzzle to try to figure out where the money is and to try to make a convincing case. Yeah, yeah. And and then I have worked at other universities and arts organizations throughout the years in different ways, you know, pursuing major gifts and grants and other kinds of resources. Mm -hmm. But in the background, I was doing other things. I was continuing to perform and I was in a show that was taped by Pasadena Cable that featured a lot of my cabaret songs. That's fantastic. You need to get these songs out. People may want to perform them. That's very exciting. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate your saying that. And I also continued to study composition. So mm-hmm. when I was at the University of Iowa, I was able to study composition under a pretty well-known composer, Rodney Rogers. And then later in Los Angeles, I studied with Beverly Grigsby, who was one of the female pioneers in electronic music. Wow. And then I also studied in Los Angeles with Mark Carlson, who is another recognized composer. And so during all this time, I was continuing to learn and keep up my compositional skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what now, is your I, instrument? Um, do you play guitar or piano or how how are you composing good question greta so (laughs) i began composing with a computer when pcs first became available to the general public and synthesizers that is very cool wow well it was very unusual and i think it you know it attracted some attention back in back at that time Mm -hmm. because i was performing on stage with a computer when i did my cabaret act wow and and, um you know i'm a singer i'm not an instrumentalist and so for all for many years i was performing with computer now lately in the past two years i have taught myself to play guitar not very well but i've been writing new material playing guitar Mm -hmm. so that's been a change for me but I also formed a band with a, a music partner that I have here in Los Angeles, Polly Clemmer. And for years, we had a band that was named Out of Town. Oh, and cute. and some we wrote we actually went on road trips together and wrote music while we were away. So that's what we called the band Out of Town. Oh, wow. And our music is also available to hear on SoundCloud as well. Great. And we used to do a variety show that Out of Town hosted, and we would invite other artists to perform. Mm -hmm. And that show was called Club Flotsam. (laughs) And that was meant to signify that it was, you know, a little bit of everything. And so we would perform, but we also would invite 
other individuals and bands to perform. And so for years, we had Club Flotsam and were hosts to kind of support talent of other people in Los Angeles. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Wow. So you had quite the thing going on. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, never a dull moment, you know, yeah. always trying to find new opportunities and new ways of um, expressing creativity. Yeah, and that's such an important uh, thing for everyone to be thinking kind of outside the box and thinking of new ways to create content, get it out to the public, all of all of those kinds of things. That's fantastic. Well, I do really think that for performers, if someone has something to say that is original, it's a great way to get noticed and to mm -hmm. be able to express your talent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, many, many of the others on your show have talked about their own creativity yes. and it's something that there's a, there's a real hunger for in the world. I think there's really always interest in finding new material that people are writing that's original. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's fantastic. People are, you're right, hungry for, for new things, new ideas. It's, it's great. And the other thing is that because I've had a stable career in fundraising, I've had the financial means to mm -hmm. be able to do other things like support my music. Yes. There have been times when I've needed to, you know, pay rental fees or pay musicians to right. work with me. Right. And because I've had a solid career in arts management, I've been able to afford to do those things. Yeah. That's and, fantastic. Yeah. And I, you know, for the, all the composition classes that I took with the people I mentioned, those are not cheap. And so my career in arts management allowed me to be able to study composition. And then most importantly, I think I've been able to support other artists as an audience member in, yeah. you know, purchasing their music online, in attending performances, mm -hmm. in supporting their endeavors. Yeah. Because I had the financial stability to be able to, to do that for other artists. Yes. And that, that is fantastic. And, and you know, to, to be able to support them by going to see them, but also to be able to support them in giving them work opportunities. You know, that, exactly. that's, that's huge. You know, that, that's well, uh, something that we need to do is to, to figure out how to provide work for ourselves and for our friends and, and, you know, and whether our friends be musicians or technicians or whatever, graphic artists that are going to prepare our flyers or whatever it is, it, you know, you've been able to do all of those things and it's great. It's been really interesting. It's been a little bit like living a double life because mm -hmm. I haven't really shared my musical life with the people I've worked with in arts management. Yeah. So it's been separate but it's been really interesting to have these two very productive and fruitful lines of yeah. interest that I've been working on simultaneously. Yeah, I, I think it is just fantastic. And then in addition, you've been developing wonderful business skills over the years with your arts management uh, hat. <laughs> and uh, that's great for your, for your music career. So that's, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. been really wonderful. And I think the networking has really been it it's been beneficial in both ways you know networking is so important as to performers and artists yes and it's also important in business and so mm -hmm. i i think i've become a really good 
networker and been able to you know, try and stay in touch and utilize the best resources from all the people that I know. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. So are you performing out now? Do you do any of this kind of thing on a regular basis where people can come out and see you? Well, after we get back in business and COVID is behind us, I intend to. Yeah. I have been playing with the guitar group in my community and I'm planning to tap some of those guitarists because wow. as I mentioned I'm a beginner with the instrument and so I want to use some talent of other people and probably put together a new band that will feature my new songs that I've been writing on guitar wow. and you know engage some of the some of the people from my community in that. That's great. So when you talk about your instrumental music, what what instruments are you writing for? What genre would you say uh, that you're writing in? I think it's called contemporary classical, but oh, cool. there are different names for it. Yeah. And if you listen to some of the pieces that I have on SoundCloud, you'll get the idea. I, I can't seem to avoid having a quirky sound it's mm -hmm. totally kate o'neill in my <laughs> songs in my songs and in my instrumental music there's a there's a kate o'neill feel about everything wow. and it's kind of quirky cartoonish uh you know i i you know i hope people will like it and uh, it's, you know it's all written so i i choose different instruments when i'm writing but it's all on computer. And so I'm selecting computer instruments, even when I'm writing something that is like an instrumental work. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So that you have a signature sound, a kind of branded sound and a recognizable uh, sound. That's, you know, that that's huge. That's huge. Well, you're right about that. And I've been doing some arrangements to record these new guitar songs as well. So mm -hmm. I'm doing arrangements on my computer and then laying down the vocals myself. That's absolutely wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, I, I you know, when I invited you to do the Business Savvy Singer podcast, I thought, oh, you know, we're going to learn a little bit about arts management and, and, you know, hear from someone who is a vocalist. I am just <laughs> blown out of the water with all of this uh composition and all of these other kinds of things that you're doing. I think it's fantastic. So you've really been very multifaceted uh, in your life. And that's, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, I, I have really enjoyed it. And in the places I've lived, like Los Angeles and New York, of course, there are lots of opportunities to take advantage of and people to connect with. But sure. I think even in a community where there's not as much to offer, you can start something. Yes. If you live in a place that doesn't have a thriving arts community, you can be that impresario who brings That's that right. and who gets something going. That's absolutely right. And people need it so much. You know, artists need someone to kind of uh, speak on their behalf and, and be a champion for what they're doing. Because every, you know, everyone doesn't have the ability to be uh, out there and doing the business side of it. Some people just want to do their music. And it's great to have someone like you who is creating opportunities and doing lots of things to be an example. And then also to, uh, to be able to provide some work for people and to be able to create the, the arts scene wherever you are. I, I think it's fantastic. There is so much more talent out there than there are jobs. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I've always noticed. You know, yeah. you, 
if you see a professional production in New York or Los Angeles, the talent is always top notch yeah. because there are just so many talented performers. You're right. And you know, most of them don't get the job because only one person gets that job. Right. And so it's really important to have these other opportunities for people to continue expressing themselves and be out there and network and make new connections because yes. you never know where that connection may go. That's right. That's right. And sometimes, you know, a producer or director may be looking for a particular thing and, you know, a, a particular um, feature uh, in a performer, and, and they might not know someone that has that particular feature. So, you know, by networking, knowing lots of people, having people perhaps recommend you or suggest you or, oh, I know someone that does that very well or sings this way or looks this way or whatever. And it's uh, so networking is hugely, it's hugely important uh, as performers. You said it, Greta. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm just so, I'm so excited for your career. And it sounds like you have lots, lots, lots more to do once the pandemic is behind us. I am so looking forward to that, and I'm first in line whenever my vaccine comes available. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> me too. So, so what advice, based upon your career experience, what advice would you give to a young performer or a new performer coming along? I really would encourage them to think about what they have to say to the world and to see if they have an idea of something that they themselves can create. Mm -hmm. They can still audition for other productions, but it's really good if they can have something original that expresses themselves that they can offer. That's great. That that's very good advice. And and to be able to do them everything simultaneously, to keep everything mm -hmm. moving forward simultaneously. I think that is wonderful advice and you know, I think that we do all have something special to offer. We just have to kind of take a moment, step back, and think about what that something might be. And mm -hmm. I do think that the pandemic, awful as it has been on so many fronts, uh, I think it has given us an opportunity to step back because we've had no alternative but to step back and be quiet and be pensive and reflective. Um, I think it's given us an opportunity to think about what our futures might look like or what you know what our special skills and talents might be we've all had to kind of morph and pivot and you know do all kinds of things during this time to uh you know cobble our careers together and and i think for many many people it's given uh, us an opportunity to come up with some new ideas and new ways of of, uh, of approaching our profession. So I, I think it's great and, and you know, I, I think it's wonderful that you have all the time uh, been doing this, but I think for a lot of people, it's kind of a newfound um, approach to, to their career. Um, you know, thinking about what are the things that I have to offer? What can I, think I do? That's, mm -hmm. I think that's right, Greta. And I know that everybody has been frustrated with being cooped up and out of touch all this time. Yeah. And I know that there's all this creativity bubbling around 
Yeah. And I can't wait to see what happens when the doors open up again yes. and we can all rush out into society. <laughs> you know, I think it's going to be such a wonderful thing. I do a, a, a webinar for SAG-AFTRA, the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists for uh, in, in Chicago. And yeah. I spoke with some gentlemen the other day, both of whom are actors, um, and one is a film director. Um, and it was so interesting because they were saying exactly this, that there will be so many new ideas and new things going on because people have had to be creative and, and a lot of these things are going to stick and they're going to be with us going forward. So um, I think the, the creative uh, community is going to be very robust uh, once the pandemic is over. People have had an opportunity to you know, to come up with new things. So I, I, I think it's going to be great, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it'll be here sooner rather than later. And you're right about the vaccine. It's like, okay, <laughs> we're ready for that. I agree. I think we're going to have a rebirth, and I'm excited yeah. about it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, Kate O'Neill, thank you so very much for being with us today. I'm so excited for you and for your career, what it has been and, and what it's going to be in the future. I think it's fantastic. And we will definitely post in our show notes uh, any information that you would like, any sites that you would like where people can hear what you're doing. And, you know, the, the idea is to get, get our stuff out there, get it out into the world. So we're happy to help do that. So. Thank you so much for having me, Greta. It's been a real pleasure, and I am so excited to see all that you are doing with the podcasts. Best wishes to you. Well, thank you, and likewise, best wishes to you going forward. Take care, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you, Greta. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the PrivateMusicStudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.